This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. What kind of hole are you digging out that sweatshirt? You know? No, this is, uh, I'm on the roof sweatshirt. Oh, you're on the roof. Oh, in case I can't roof. see you on the On the roof. So, this is, uh, an on the roof sweatshirt, so you can spot me from a satellite out in space. Oh, nice. They can see me, they can see me from fucking Uranus. Oh. <laughs> Uranus is if you it is, the scientists call it. So they don't sound silly when they say Uranus. Oh, well, it is Uranus, but because I watch those stupid planet documentaries, they call it Uranus. And I'm like, that, that's not right. Nope. That's that's yeah. not what it's called. Hello and welcome to another episode of Inner Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today... All the way via from a satellite that you can see here on the roof, Sarah Retallick. Hello, Sarah. Hello. We are a day late and many dollars short. Thanks to uh, National Grid for uh, not getting the power back on for 12 whole hours. I was in the dark. That's a lot of fun. Uh, I also, it's Mother Nature was a beast yesterday. Yeah, it's, you're right though. I blame myself because I sent you the weather report on Sunday. And I said, oh, it should be a fun show because it's going to pour out the entire time and it's windy. And then all of a sudden my power goes out. So mm-hmm. in the funny thing about that is that your power went out so close to the time we would have been recording. I know it was so close. It was like the last second. Yeah. You had sent me a message and was like, uh, so, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went. And did I, I dropped the kids off at school? I went to the bank, and then I come home, and I'm grabbing my my computer to do a show, and then boom, lights out. And I was like, "Well, maybe they'll come back on." And then 6 p.m. later, there they are. So, yeah. You ever been in a house with two kids out of school and uh, nothing to do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's a way to go crazy. That's when you're just like, everybody needs some Benadryl. Yeah, let's take some NyQuil Z. All of all of us together, because I need to be zonked out, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, did you ever end up losing power? No. I no. just lost my lamp post. My, uh, my, the top of my lamp post snapped off. And R.I.P. Went out there twice. First, I went out there while it was still out of control. And that was stupid because the thing blew right the fuck off again. And then when it kind of eased up, I went back out there. So, so far, so good. It's staying, but I need to weld it back together. Ah, just get some duct tape. It snapped the metal right off. Yeah. Like that went. Yeah, I we were fortunate. There were other parts of the, like it, everywhere surrounding us got it. But we're kind of on the highway electricity. So... We kind of get a little bit lucky where we're usually one of the last ones to lose power. Got that Kowloon's power. I got, got the it. 
got that freaking crab rangoon juice, mm. baby. Crab yeah. rangoon juice. Teriyaki! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got some news today. We got a rewind. We got some pickles. We got this is our show. This is our Christmas episode. So this will air right before the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're not going to stop. <laughs> We're not going to stop won't, until the internet officially goes out. Yeah, won't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, won't stop, whatever the fuck it is. I can't wait for next week's show when uh, it's going to be our award show. And that's mm. going to be very exciting. It's our year wrap-up award show. Who will receive the golden pickle? So find out next week. But right now we got a show. So, Sarah, kick us off with the Rewind. Uh, well, I found something yesterday, so us not recording actually kind of helped out. So we'll start with a small little titty-bitty rewind about Julio Urias. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, indeed. Um, So the law enforcement agencies have completed their investigation into him. They have now turned the case over to the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office, which they will determine whether any criminal charges will be assessed. So, yeah, it has all it's all been moving. And now we're kind of in the uh, waiting game. And since he's still on the interesting part about this is he was put on paid administrative leave. But since the Dodgers have separated from him and he went into free agency, basically from now till whenever he's not getting paid so right right it shall uh shall be interesting to see what transpires from this. there's gonna I, be a giant possibility that he'll, he's not gonna get another job right uh there has to be i can't yeah. see him yeah i can't see a team taking a, a pr hit like that no no especially no, no, no. because it's not officially over yet and then right once once it is over all that supposed video footage is going to come out yes and that's not going to be good for him not at all but yeah i i found that interesting that they have concluded their investigation on everything and now they're moving into the next steps with the attorney general's office so they must have found something good because they wanted to just push it off to the other guy yep they moved it they moved it forward if they didn't find anything they would have just called it a day but right Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here's hoping. <laughs> we shall see. So we spoke briefly. We didn't actually put this in the news last week, but we spoke briefly about Patrick Mahone's little freak out. Um, oh, about the, yes. About the offsides call, yeah. which he was clearly offsides. I mean, since there's so much other news, uh, you know, that we dabbled into that was like not a high priority. But I wanted to address that he was fined five uh fifty thousand dollars and andy reed was fined a hundred thousand dollars that's a lot of cheeseburgers for reed that's, that's a lot yeah roof yeah. he's probably like really i just want to hit that freaking i'm like what what's what's out there white castle yeah everything. white castle everything it's kansas city everything's out there you get those chicky figures there, from there Kings. is one i i, I have a, a friend who lives in st louis and I know it's not the same, but they, he said there's just one stretch of highway where it's every single chain fast food place hmm. imaginable. Do you Probably think that 
Do you think that Andy Reid like stops at every single one? Like uh, if that's yeah. the case, he's like, got to go to Sonic to get my like frozen drink. Got to go here to get my chicky fingers. Have yeah, got to go, gotta go to Wendy's to get my frosty and French fries to dip it in. Damn straight. Go to Taco Bell to get my uh, crunchy gordita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Crunchy gordita supreme. Yeah, and then uh, Burger King for his Whoppers Junior. He gets Whopper, a Junior because Whopper. he's got to go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac. Mm, double quarter pound with cheese all day. Yeah. You know, whatever. Me, oh my god! Me. Imagine Andy Reid's toilet. He must Ugh. beg for death every day. You know he's got like four in his house just in case like three oh, go down. God, and he's bucket. got an outhouse in a bucket. <laughs> yeah, he got a bucket, an outhouse, four different a, bathrooms, a pool. Oh my god, a, a pool. pool with the pool, and you know, like the little fish that spits water, but it's yeah. actually like it's actually a hose, kind of like a bidet. <laughs> yes. He just hangs ass off the diving board. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good, oh, amazing! And oh. since we are we're here talking about Kansas City, let's uh, take a brief pause because we haven't really been discussing these this person in relation to Kansas City. We kind of stopped after a few weeks, which was nice because uh, it's all over the NFL and is being forced down our throats. But there's a nice little rumor. About um, Taylor Swift distancing herself from Brittany Mahomes since uh, Brittany allegedly has been dropping the dime to paparazzi as to where Swift will be. So, you know, I did see them together in the box at Gillette, but it wasn't as though that they were uh, they weren't doing like handshakes and shit like they were doing before. And Taylor Swift had her dad with her as well for this trip. Um but there seems to be some ish going on uh, based off of the dumpster fire that is Travis Kelsey's play right now. So it was only a matter of time before Brittany Mahomes ruined her relationship with Taylor Swift. Yeah. It if just it seems... wasn't going to be Brittany, it was going to be Jackson. Yes. To ruin it was one of them. One, yeah. one of them. So and now yeah. starts the the broken glass effect of the kansas city chiefs Mm -hmm. because now there's a rumor out there that travis kelsey is going to propose to taylor swift which if that that's that's just the rumor on the internet i know we don't believe the internet but if that's the case which i think it's a great idea because she's worth a bajillion dollars he's got brilliant globally globally yeah yeah that's a great move that's a that's a sweet come up um it's going to start the the ripple effect in the relationship between Patrick and Travis. And then somebody's going to ask for a trade and they're going to trade. Who do you, who do you think they're going to trade? The football is going to be like, can we move Travis Kelsey to uh, some kind of bigger market? So they'll, yeah, they'll Taylor trade Swift Travis. Will now be a Jets fan. Oof. Not, Oof. You know, like, I don't know. Oof. I don't know. They're no, not they move wouldn't him to move him. Some lower level team like the Carolina Panthers. They're gonna imagine. Um, imagine if they moved him. Uh, imagine if they moved him to like the Eagles. The Eagles. I could see him going Eagles. Maybe Vegas. Maybe. Uh, hopefully not a California team. No, please. We've had enough no. people go there. Yeah. So it's uh, it's coming. Mark my word. It's coming. It shall be interesting to watch it all and that, continue and like- to burn. Yeah, and like I said, that's no that's no surprise that Brittany Mahomes already 
started ruining the, no, the relationship with it's Taylor really Swift. not i just it you can just look at her face and be like yeah you're that kind of friend you're look not at her face and i want to just eat glass <laughs> like oh man that whole family like top to bottom and i i've i'm not a patrick mahomes fan but same uh, it's just it, it, his true colors came out during that game where they lost and he's crying you know Where, like the dude was offsides watch the video he was right. so offsides his foot was so over the line yeah and what's interesting too is um i'm pretty sure that same dude dropped the ball this past week and patrick mahomes reaction they recorded it on the bench and he was just like he was pissy so it's something where like when you start blaming your teammates and you start having that reaction towards your teammates, that's when the whole there's a whole internal collapse. Right. So it's something where, you know, you have to pick up your people and your coach, your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator. They all need to make the decision to either keep these people in, make them better or take them out. And when you start blaming them as a teammate you have a real big problem so i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens all right so what else we got going on okay so speaking about the eagles another quick little rewind big dom who was the eagles (laughs) sideline security guard the one that was tossed after getting into the um altercation on the sidelines with uh dre greenlaw uh, he has been banned by the NFL to appear on the sidelines for the remainder of the 2023 regular season. Um, he is able to travel with the team and perform all the other duties. Um, he just can't be on the field. And if you saw them last night, shoot the video to him. He was in the box just grubbing. Like, I didn't... <laughs> He was there just like shoving. And the best part about it is that the the cameraman, like, intentionally like shot the camera to him as he's shoving food in his face of it course was they did because you great. know what because people are such assholes that they probably had a camera pointed to him the entire time and they said as soon as you see big dumb shove something in his mouth start recording i guarantee fucking to it i guarantee it there it was also i i don't understand why he's been taken off the sidelines for the remainder of the season. He came in, yeah, he came in contact with the with a player, but it it's not like it was his fault. He was also no. performing his duties as a security guard. You know, like he's he's their he's their secret service, you know. But on the flip side to that, I don't understand why he's on the field at all anyways. There nothing's going to happen to these people on the field. I don't understand why he's on the front line like that, like right on the front line. Right. Like be back. Right. Like, to keep people from like running on the field. Right. I I don't I don't get it. Uh it's it's just weird. And I kind of knew I mean I I I called it when we talked about it the first time. Yep. But I I did say that he was going to just lose his job, but it's not he didn't lose his job. He just no. lost some privileges. Now, he's not he doesn't do I like all right, so he's a, a security guard. I he's a a uh, like he protects the team or does he protect a, a certain member of the team or is he just the team's general guard? I think he's just the team's general head of security. Okay. So I, so you're right though. Like what, why is he on the field to begin with? Especially right. The like front right line. there. Like in 
other players' faces. Like, you're protecting players from players. Like, no, like, they're able to do their job. Right. Now, I, I understand, like, Sean McVay from the the um, L.A. Rams, he's got a guy that guides him off the field. Like, he, he just grabs McVay's hips and moves him from side to side because he's – Sean McVay's always out on the field. Like, he just – He's so focused on the game that he loses track of like where he is situationally. And he's just like always in harm's way. So the Rams had to hire a guy to just kind of move him. (laughs) He's like watching around. Yeah, which is hilarious. Sunglasses and a cane. Like, yeah, he's like Stevie Wonder on the field, but like, because he's always like nose deep into his, into his notebook and he's watching the place, he's watching the game and he doesn't see anything around him. And it's hilarious. But like for someone like Big Dom, like what I what are we doing? I, I don't understand why you're on the field anyways to begin with. Yeah, that is what confused me the most is that he's right there on the sidelines. Like you could have him back further, but right. again, I don't work for the Philly organization. Right. And now so he gets to live now. he gets to live the high life in a in a, a suite and eat nothing but gabagool sandwiches all day. Right? Jeez. So, you know. You know, Big Dom makes a hundred grand a year. What? Yeah, I looked up his salary. Hundred fucking grand. What am I doing? Jesus. I could be a security guard. I'm yeah. like, ah. I'll be. If I'll I can be a just guard for a team. If I can just hit someone, that'd be awesome. You can do whatever you want. We're adults now. Yeah. So I, am I allowed to hit people? Sure. Go for it. Fuck it. Ah. <sighs> you know, it's the holiday season. Hit it. Hit whoever you want. Yeah. Grandma got written over by a reindeer. Big Dom's big sandwiches. Mm, so, big I, sandwich. I don't know. Uh, th- it's just, it's a weird, it's it's just a weird storyline. Like, yeah. He's, he's allowed to work with the team still, so he didn't lose his job, but he's not allowed to be on the field anymore. Like, again, why were you on the field to the, in the first place? Now, he's I a, wonder if this will carry the on answers, to next man. season. Like, These are the answers we need. Is this going to carry on to next season? Is he never going to be allowed on the field again? Are no security personnel going to be on the the field? Like, where's it stop? Where's it stop? Because uh, Tommy Cutlet's fucking manager. Oh my he's god! On the field with his he's just like suits, looking with like a an... cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Vinny Boombats. Like a, a reject from the Sopranos cast. Like, come on! Like, where's it end? Where's it end? Kick, kick. If you're not a player or a coach or a trainer. Or a water boy. Get off the field. There has to be, like, a line. Like, where's the line? Yeah. You know, because some people can be, like, on the field before the game to, like, take pictures. You know, they do that specialty shit before games. Right. right. But, like, there's got to be a line. Like, this is team and personnel only, and everyone else is behind this line. And then, you know, you just have those guys set up at that line. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just right. I don't fucking well, I don't no. care enough. What else is going on? Uh, did you see the Red Sox Hall of Fame class of 2024? Sure did. Not only did I see the Red Sox Hall of Fame, I also texted a good friend of ours and the show's. To congratulate him. I to- did. I said, congrats on making it to the Red Sox Hall of Fame. And he responded back, thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Red Sox 2024 Hall of Fame class, uh, one of my favorite all-time players, Trot Nixon, 
And then you got uh, Dustin Pedroia and Jonathan Papamon. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good class. It's a That's really a good class. class. It's so good. So. When I saw that, I saw Trot Nixon. I was like, man, he it's was a boy. It's yeah, a boy. Loved, oh God, I love Trot Nixon. I see you the first time in however long, and you're wearing a Trot Nixon jersey. Hell yeah, like, hell yeah. Like we need to get you a new one. No, well, I got to get one that fits. I was gonna say, <laughs> I gotta go. I'm gonna go buy a tarp. Oh God! I Cut know. it I down. Need, I need the tarp from the field to go <laughs> over my body. So yeah, that's that's a that's a great. Oh man, you know what's sad about that though, is the fact that the players from our youth are now being inducted into the Hall of Fame. You're like, God, I'm old. But it's not. But the thing that's even more ridiculous is they're not really from our youth. They're from like our like late teens early 20s well i consider that youth that's that's i don't consider that youth i consider our, that like our prime. younger our younger days that's, no that's like prime time okay we so... can do that's prime time when we <laughs> could do stuff and not like <laughs> not be feel hurt the effects and, of yeah it. exactly when you can go out drinking all night long and then go to work the next morning and not yeah. feel hungover or sick or dead <laughs> yes all right so yeah, okay. <laughs> that those are prime time. Youth, I'm like, oh, that's like middle school, elementary. Yeah, I'm just thinking our younger days when I say youth, but I guess you're right. <laughs> the prime time years. Uh, our prime time <laughs> players. So the prime time guys that are being inducted is all you know that that actually makes me feel even older now. Yes, I <laughs> so, know. Thank you. Thanks for making me depressed on this beautiful morning. That's what I'm here for. Oh, what else we got going on? All right, we're in the news. While I sadly cry over here. Aw. <laughs> this used to be my playground. <laughs> that Madonna song. Yes. Yeah. They play it in the legally their own. Legally. Legally. League of they, their they own. Play it in legally blonde. Yeah, I really can't. We can't right, do this ever again on Tuesday. Like I, I can't Tuesdays. make my life happen. How do you think I feel? I gotta fucking finish. Uh, I gotta. I got the whole show to do after this. I know you get to hear this all over again. Oh god! You gotta do the show, then do the show, then do the show. Uh, we're in the news, bitch. Oh, about time. All right, what's going on? Let's talk about some uh, Giannis. Oh my god! Can we please talk about this? You, you want? You know. Patrick Mahomes just had a, a hysterical meltdown, but Giannis, holy shit, this guy! Oh yeah, like wow. So let's let's break it down. Yes. Here. So Giannis sets a franchise record of sixty four points against the Pacers. Now this game was in Indiana. The history historical situation the historical story for the franchise it turned into a shit show because Giannis wanted the game ball right um after it had appeared that the Pacers had taken the ball Giannis began to sprint into the Pacers tunnel and that was a shit show because you had other players going after him security going after him it was just like a, a ruckus in the tunnel the Pacers did take the ball um, they get, wanted to give it to their rookie Oscar. I just want to call him Obi Wan Kenobi for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's his. I'm gonna butcher his name, but it, 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 the rookie got his first NBA point. 
You right. know what I mean? Like he right. got he got it. So they wanted to give him his uh his dues and give him the bomb. Right. So the Pacers said that they quote unquote gave Giannis the ball, or as I sh- have read that the Bucks security team was able to retrieve the ball, but it doesn't appear to be the ball. Giannis was like, it doesn't. Well, Giannis feel like is the saying that ball. it's not the ball. It and doesn't feel like the ball. You know Feels like it's a new ball, like this, that, and the other thing. So really, well, Bucks security was probably like just just grab a fucking basketball. He'll never know. It's never. Yeah, it exactly. Just and then he'll when never know. Giannis is like, this doesn't feel like the game ball. There's one. There's one security guy going. <laughs> all right so this this game the reason why this game it or this shit went down the way it did i think it has something to do with the chippiness of the entire game so oh yeah so the backstory of this is the bucks in the paces were they were in the semifinals to the in-season tournament right mm-hmm. before this before this uh this whole ball gate transpired Giannis elbowed Hall- uh, one of the paces players Halibro in the face right yes. which led to Naismith from the paces violently taking down Giannis for a rebound under the basket which made Bobby Portis Jr. go insane like he went like wide-eyed like crazy-eyed like I'm gonna eat your kids like all this stuff. And then after that, the, the game's over. The Pacers take the ball and run into the locker room. And they're like, you know, we're going to give it to this Oscar Obi-Wan Kenobi guy. And then Giannis is screaming, screaming at the security guards. I want that ball. Get that ball. Because I, I guess he was going to give it to his mother. Yes. 64 uh, points, he... broke the record. You know, yeah. Understandable, you want the ball. But I can't imagine there's only one ball they use throughout the entire game. No, I feel that, you know, there should be multiple because of like sweat and what about when they shoot around when they do the shoot arounds, there's uh, five different racks of balls with there's five racks of balls per team with about 15 balls per rack. Yeah, but you only have so you only have like two designated balls, two or three for an actual game. Right. So before the shoot around. The officials saying, artists of select all the ball. Those balls, though, who's how do you know which is which? Like, I I don't know. I don't and know. all right, so I'm I'm saying that the only reason why the Pacers took that ball now at any given point where the where Oscar shot his basket, they mm. could have easily just taken the ball and put it to the side like they do in baseball. You know, yes. they take the puck in hockey, they take the baseball, the football, and they put it aside, and that's that, right? That game, right. that, that ball is dead. So they didn't give a shit about this this kid scoring his first points. They just wanted to fuck with Giannis, right? <laughs> absolutely. Oh, so, absolutely. So Giannis just he barrels ass into the into the locker room of the paces, and there's a screaming match involved. And then there's this security guard, and I'll post the video online. There's a security guard for the paces, and she's just like, mm, I don't know what the hell is going on. I just I don't get paid enough for this. Uh-uh. And they're screaming at each other and all this stuff. And then you can hear it in the background where it's like, just give him the fucking ball. Dude, dude, who cares? Just give him the ball. And I, I want to say that that's probably Oscar or one of the other Paces players were just like, right. this guy's just out of his tits. Like, just give him the, the ball. Rails. Yeah. Give me whatever ball you want. And I'll say, this is my first basket in basketball. 
because I at the end at the end of life nobody will give a shit. You know. You know what? Just keep your jersey like and get a new game jersey and be like, this is the jersey that I wore when I scored my first points in the NBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the ball is uh, having the having your first basketball is fine. But like break, break another <laughs> break another record, break Giannis's record, strive to be the best, and then you can get that game ball. So, uh, long story even longer. Giannis got his ball. He looks like a complete idiot. Oh my god! And, and he should, I, that that is so I, foolish. What he did. you can can I just express why I think he looks even more of an idiot? You yes. scored sixty four points. You scored sixty four points. Did you hungo the ball, not pass the ball, not move the ball? Like, I understand, like, you don't have confidence in your teammates, but you scored 64 points. Like, what does that say about you as a teammate when you score 64 points? Right. Like, that's where I stand on it. I think I'm not going to take anything away from him. Congratulations on hitting that franchise record. But 64 points is a lot of points. Yeah. For yeah, I mean it's no wall team with 100 but Right, but for a team sport. Yeah, right. Where where the talent now is a higher caliber of talent than there was. Right. Say 30 years ago where the people that you're putting on the court with these other players are supposed to be top tier. Yeah. So 64 points should be also spread around. Absolutely. But that's just me. Well, maybe the team has no confidence in itself, which is also a problem. Yeah. And they just keep dishing the ball to Giannis, and he's just like, well, fuck it, I'll score again then. And now we just spoke about this when we were discussing Patrick Mahomes. When you start blaming shit on other teammates or when uh-huh. you have other teammates acting a fool, right? this is when things start caving in and imploding. Right. It's just that it, it's very babyish and, like, you know, I always gave Giannis the benefit of the uh, of the doubt with a lot of things, but like lately, I don't know if he's just having like a diva moment or or what. But like, yeah, there's been just... a few instances where I've been like, "Ooh, this seems like he's a little out of character." Because beforehand, he carried himself very humbled, right, and very like he was very silent on a lot of things where he didn't like acting out like this. Right. feels as though it's out of character. If we looked at it at the beginning of the year or a beginning of the season, but well, you remember last it, year when he knocked that ladder over. Yeah. When he was trying to shoot free throws, yeah. like at the end when of, the game... at the end of the game, <laughs> right? like let the people go home. Yeah. They want to go home. They want to break down the floor, put the ice back on. They just let, let, let's let go. them do their job. It's, it's one of those where there's, there's some character traits that were hidden under the surface. Now, I don't know if this is, him trying to keep his big name is whatever it may be. Is it all getting to his head now? I mean, I mean maybe who the fuck knows? A championship uh, made him get a big head. It's just a big freak out for for no reason. It yeah, really I I saw it on Sports Center, and they just showed a clip at the beginning, yeah. and I was like, "What the?" And it wasn't who I was expecting to see, right? And I was like, "What is going?" Is he like being held back by like four security? What is going on here? So, yeah, yeah it was just uh, wow. And also, wild, like, wild. I know you're all fired up, but that's a complete lack of disrespect for the guys who are in charge of your safety, right? Like, you're running into, uh, I mean, for 
for argument's sake, the lion's den. You know, you're yes. going into another team's locker room. Like uh, in Indiana. Guy, the, right. Really? Right. Have we not learned anything from history? What if the security guy like fell and hurt himself and couldn't really catch up to him? And then all of a sudden there's 12 guys beating the shit out of Giannis in the locker room. Did you see that one of the security guards was elbowed in the ribs by another Bucks player while this was transpiring, and he has like bruised ribs and shit? Let's see, it's already it already happened, right? Here we are. So I, I don't know. It's uh, the, yeah, this is the uh, this is the chink in the armor. This is the crack. You know, this is where it it, it may or may not start start to fall apart in Milwaukee and in Kansas City, and I mean, it's just. It, it, it's already st- you, you can clearly see it in Golden State that it's already starting to fall apart. Oh, so, yes. So, I mean, like, that's we're not too far off from that. Nope. That whole team's going to get disbanded soon. And hey, you can't stay on top forever, I guess. You know, unless you're the 1960s Celtics winning 10 out of nine championships. Yeah, I know, right? No. All right. So, where are we? Pickle. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Tell us now, who is this week's biggest pickle? Draymond Green. Ah, I couldn't wait. We had so many discussions about this before the show came on. And I was like, you know, Draymond Green's going to be the biggest pickle this week. Oh, right? and you're like, yeah, of obviously. Uh, of course. Yes, <laughs> who, else, indeed. who else can go? Who else can be a bigger asshole than him right now? Oh, uh, right now, this is this is where we're going because it just. It's just the trend. We're we're finally seeing an end to the trend for a little bit. Yeah. Uh yes. What <sighs> the, this this is now his second suspension of the season. Yes. And this one is is heavy. So Yes. All right, he so, was so give us it. Yes. He was suspended indefinitely by the NBA after he struck Joseph Nurik. Just Joseph, oh, I can't with these names, Nurk in the face. And now this happening is less than a month after he was suspended for five games um, for the Rudy Gobert incident. Now he will have to meet the certain criteria and team conditions that the league have set up before he can return to play. This season, he's been ejected three times, and this is his sixth career suspension. Unbelievable. Like, you know, back in the day, Dennis Rodman used to really like, yeah, he was the worm. Obviously, he would just, he would dive for, for, he was a great defense, obviously defensive player of of many years. But like, not even he himself would act like this. No. Draymond Green is just a dirty, dirty player. There are so many incidences where he has just done things intentionally. He he's kicked Steve Adams in the nuts about three or four times. He stepped on people's backs. It, he's elbowed LeBron in the face. He went after James Harden a bunch of times. Punched it, his own friggin' teammate. Punched his own Oh my God. During thank you. Practice. Yeah. Be, uh, knocked Jordan Poole out. Poor Jordan Poole got hit so hard by Draymond Green that he went to the fucking Wizards. He's like, I'm out. And and that guy, there's something like Jordan Poole got hit so hard that it knocked something loose in his head. And he just doesn't know how to play basketball anymore because it's just 
it's bad. And, and you know what? And, and Golden State traded away the wrong person. Yes, they did. They should have I... stood behind Jordan Poole yes. and said, fuck you, Draymond. You're a problem. Yes, because look at this. Even after that had happened. So leading into, I, I utilized that, like that's on the scale of timeline. Yeah. Because after that had happened, they had an opportunity to let him go. And people still would have taken him and they would have worked with him and there would have been a lot of different things. But now you see from where that had happened to now, the list of things that had transpired under the Golden State umbrella. Right. You you could have avoided all of this very bad press, this toxic shit. You could have prevented all of this if you had traded him and kept pool and you didn't. And who knows? It might have helped him if you traded him. Right. You know, new, I understand the new pressure. scenery, new people. Yeah. He could have stepped in as a leader instead of being like only the leader when Kari isn't playing. You know what I mean? Like it could have been right. good for him to go elsewhere. Right. There's there's a lot of pressure. You know, he's a four time champion. And it's just like it, it, there's a lot of pressure on someone to keep that status going. So, like, uh, little freakouts here and there are going to be common. But the fact that, like, he's acting out like his parents just got divorced. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and, yeah, he, attention, just, attention, attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that what he's trying to do? Because Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are on the team. Like, you're about 10 years too late. Like, we already know. Right. You know? I mean, it, that's This is what I don't understand. And. To go back to your point, to circle back to this about, you know, in comparison to someone like Dennis Rodman, you know, I always circle back to those days of like the Pistons. Like I loved those Pistons players, but, you know, they weren't, they, they were hard players. Like they threw their bodies everywhere. They threw their body into you. They wanted that ball. It was basically kill or be killed like they wanted it so bad right and i get it like isaiah thomas was a great aggressive player and he was at the helm of everything and to look at that footage there the only fights that the pistons would get in is when somebody on the other team was pissed in whatever like their gameplay was yeah it wasn't like they were seeking to punch somebody in the face or step on their chest or kick them in the balls it was you know they were protecting they were on the defense they were protecting their people and that's when the big bad pistons would step up and be like oh you want to go well let's go right but this is this behavior is as though he is seeking it out like he's pissed, so he's just like, whatever, fuck this dude. Like, dude, yeah. you had no no reason to jump into that Rudy Gobert situation. Right. No reason. It right. was already breaking up. Refs were coming in. People were working. You of all people should have some self awareness and step the fuck away. Like you right. had no business. Right. And I, I was reading some things online, and one of the uh, one of the NBA reporters. We're saying that he's got such a history of violence, mm-hmm. but all his violence go towards players who are now. I don't want to say this. This is kind of 
the wrong way, but like weaker players, like yeah, like, a, like like a Rudy Gobert like, type. They're like know? the B list players, right? They're not like your A list top tier like superstar in the flashy right. lights. They're like your B C list players. They're they're the players that are trying to prove something that are workhorses. They're the workhorse players that he's right. going after. So he's going after the guys. So basically, he's a schoolyard bully. Yes. He's going after the kids who like are trying to prove themselves. And yes. he's like, you know, he's uh what's his name? Ferguson from the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And, and I mean, eventually he's going to run into somebody. I, I mean, I'm surprised that like he hasn't just gotten his ass kicked already. But like, I mean, he's going to eventually run into someone and he's he's going to get caught, caught off guard. And it's just going to be. I mean, you said it where we're like, you know, he's probably done after the, after his contract runs out with the Golden State. I can't imagine Golden State. I can't. It's so bad for is them. going to do anything with him again. Um, will he come back this year? Most likely, but maybe just in a smaller role. Maybe the maybe the Warriors just keep him on the bench and utilize him. But I mean, that's a waste of money. Uh, you could try to trade them and get something. There is going to always be a team that yes. will look for someone like that. Yes. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins was getting jobs all the way until he went to Taiwan. You know, so you're going to have that. Someone will pick him up. I, I, you could see him on like the Knicks or, uh, the Nets or, you know, maybe throw him into the, um, I don't know. Throw him down in Dallas with Kyrie. Somewhere. Or oh, Jesus. You know, but I don't know. What's so interesting to me is like the the different takes and the different things on like all. I mean, everyone has an opinion, you know, like right. we have an opinion as well. But, you know, Meta World Peace came out and said that he would happily have a conversation with Draymond Green. You know what right. I mean? Like he's he's a guy who knows all about being suspended after crazy behavior. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's something, what was he, 86 games he was suspended right. for? So, um, speaking of Indiana. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, no shit. Sure. You know, he was like, I'll I'll talk to him, you know, work, work with him if he needs someone to talk to about how he's feeling or whatever. Because, yeah. you know, Meta World Peace can sympathize with that because he was going through shit. Right. And then you have other players – like Shaq, and I love Shaq, don't get me wrong, but Shaq's like, oh, he should only get two games. Uh, He didn't do it on purpose, and this wasn't intentional, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, like, if it was intentional or not, like, there's been a track record right. of things that have happened that were intentional. That's so bullshit. It wasn't intentional. Look at the video. It, it right. was fucking 1,000% intentional. This is where there seems to be an interesting disconnect and i get it ever again everyone's entitled to their opinion and yeah, everyone right. can you know re watch whatever and take it however they take it but it doesn't matter my whole standpoint is it doesn't matter whether it was intentional or not the track record speaks for itself absolutely absolutely and it's just it, now indefinite. And I mean, how long is indefinite? Like the NBA could say, we'll never bring you back. You're yeah. suspended until it's time for you to retire. Yeah. Or indefinite. 
could be all right. You learned your lesson after a few weeks. And but honestly, if you've been suspended indefinitely right now by the NBA, the next time you fuck up, you're in some that you're done. You're done. What's so interesting to me is that John Morant wasn't suspended indefinitely. Right. <laughs> you that know what I mean? With guns and cars. He's, seriously. I was like, what? He wasn't suspended indefinitely. Right. But you, because of your conduct on the court, like your conduct on the court is what's being seen by more people than the people who've seen John Morant's shit. I mean, right. the John Morant shit people see because of the news, because of the the interwebs and this and that shit. But you have that conduct on the court where you have kids at the game right. and you have this and that. Like the NBA is like, what the fuck? Step on the right. court and just like not be a baby, like well, not be acting also, a fool. You're actively hurting other players. Right. Like there's fighting in the NBA and then there's intentionally kicking someone in the fucking face. Right. Like, it's very different. Very, very, very different. There's there are lines of different things. Like I'm, I mean, I there's players that sugarcoat it and they flop like a LeBron. He'll flop. Yes, all day. Like I get that. But like then there's just elbowing someone in the head intentionally with as much force as you could possibly get behind you. There it's just it's too much. It's it's too much. And I, I'm I'm all for bring back 80s basketball where they just constantly fought but there's fighting and then there's intentionally right they are they're fighting based off of the game play it's a game reaction and because we have to look at it those 80s players they were of different breed and caliber they would put their body like look at larry bird for instance larry bird his injuries like are what took him out from playing even longer but he would throw his body every which way and a lot of players don't like that shit a lot of players don't like guys diving for the ball like out of control or you know really jumping up as high as they possibly can for a rebound other players don't like that and that is what always stirred those fights in the 80s is the gameplay the hustle the intensity the tenacity the passion that's what drove those fights and that's why you had fan bases that hated 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 other teams and you had these great matchups that were so prime time that didn't matter where you lived in the country you would want to see like a Celtics Pistons rematch is bird right. going to punch out somebody right. is this going to happen all because there was you know, a little scuffle based off of a jump ball or a rebound. It's, it was uh, gameplay. It wasn't intentional where the man is laying on the floor and you right. step on his chest. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. All right. So that'll do it for this show. Thank you so much for listening. Go out and check IAPradio.com for more. Go to our social media accounts. Like, follow, subscribe. Boost us up the charts if you're on Spotagram. Spotagram? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Spotify and Apple iTunes and anywhere that you listen to podcasts, like and review. Share with your friends. You can also go to the Deluxe Edition Network.com and like and follow and listen to all the podcasts on the Deluxe Edition Network, especially the podcast of the month. 
And uh, oh, it's it's uh, it's this is it, Sarah. It's it's going to be Christmas after this show. It is very yeah. very Christmas, good yeah. sir. Happy happy crisis. You know, merry happy whatever, man. Merry happy whatever. <laughs> My wife saw your Christmas card. She's like, merry happy whatever. Yep, that's Sarah. Yep. Merry Christmas. I hope everybody out there gets everything that they want and more. And uh, hopefully Krampus doesn't come to your house and put you in a sack and beat you in the ass. Hope you don't get a Kohl's cash in your stocking. Oh, yeah. 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 It's not Kohl. Kohl's cash, I guess. That's that's a new video I saw. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Well, don't get Kohl's cash. Don't get Kohl's cash. Um, Go follow Sarah at Daddyo Sports Cards on Instagram. And uh, while you're there, like and say hi to Sarah. She's uh, always, always looking for people to say hi to her. Always likes to be bothered constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Tis my Uh, life. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, You got any shout outs? Uh, Very happy something, whatever, to everyone. That's all I got. Christmas to everybody. Uh, If you want to listen to, uh, no, if you want to hear your your questions, comments, and concerns on this show, email us at inapickpod247 at gmail.com and uh, we'll read them live on air. So. Alright, so, for Sarah Ray Talek, I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Goodbye. Bye! What the hell is this spotogram? I think we just got a new a new thing that we have. New thing? Spotogram. Join Spotogram when we listen to pitches. <laughs> we just make our own sounds for each yeah. picture. <laughs> just yeah. fart noises. It's, that's all it is. <laughs>